Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, not so pumped. You can't go any higher or I'll be broke. Gas prices quickly approaching $5 a gallon. What's causing the record cost and what's being done to drive prices down? A live report just ahead. Then, wait, what? A new report from a group of top doctors saying the old calories in, calories out model of weight loss could be setting you up for failure. What we need to know to lose weight and really keep it off. Joyful reunion. The cast of Scrubs gets back together, sharing their favorite memories from the hit show. All the talk about their lifelong bonds and the possibility of a reboot. And I want my MTV. Everything you need to know about the star-studded movie and TV awards from the night's big winners to the can't-miss moments, including J-Lo hitting out at the haters. I want to thank all the people who told me to my face or when I wasn't in the room that I couldn't do this. Today, Monday, June 6th, 2022. We're visiting today from, from Peru, Illinois. Illinois. Hello, Indianapolis. Shout out to Houston. On Melissa's bucket list birthday trip. From Fort Mill, South Carolina. Today is Sarah's birthday. We're out casting on her first trip to New York. Love you, Papa and Yaya. From Atlanta and Glendale, California. On, on a girl's trip. From Grundy Center, Iowa. On Reese's graduation trip. Hi to our family watching in Cumberland, Rhode Island. We're turning 10 on today. <laughs> Double digits, let's go. Welcome back to today, Monday morning. Glad you started your day with us. Happy yeah. birthday. Yes, indeed, indeed. And if you guys are just joining us, remember, set that DVR, 7 a.m. every morning. When the summer's here, you want to take your time. Yeah. Yeah. Take your time. Be Watch kind, us when you rewind. Want. We yeah. won't judge you, but DVR. By the way, coming up tomorrow and today, mm -hmm. one of our favorites, Chanel catching up with none other than Chris Martin himself. Mr. Coldplay, uh, Coldplay's on tour right now. He shared the groundbreaking changes and technology that they're using to make their shows as sustainable hmm. as possible. So we'll have that for you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Let's get to the news. 8 o'clock Monday morning. Americans who did not refill their gas tanks this weekend unfortunately going to pay more for it now. Prices continued. Their steady rise overnight. NBC's Sam Brock is in Miami with the very latest. Sam, good morning. Savannah, good morning. This one hurts just about everybody. As you look over my shoulder, you'll see here in Miami, it's 4.75 for regular gas. That's right in line with Florida's average, which is 10 cents lower than the national average. Now pushing Savannah $5 a gallon. We are expected to hit that mark in the next couple of weeks. We've seen an increase of a quarter a gallon 
in one week. And Americans right now feeling this in their pocketbooks. Let me show you a map of which states right now are hurting the most. There are about nine that are above $5 a gallon. California leading the way at $6.34. But you see Arizona, Nevada, Oregon, Washington also in that category. Then Savannah, there's another 10 states that are within striking distance. Those are just averages that we're talking about in Mendocino County, which is one of the most beautiful places on planet Earth. This is about three hours north of San Francisco. One station there is charging nearly $10 a gallon in Los Angeles. They are consistently seeing prices above $8 a gallon. You might be thinking this has got to be because the European Union is slapping increased sanctions on Russian oil and gas imports, some 90% being blocked by the end of 2022. The reality, though, is that it's a fuller picture than that. There's an increase right now in travel demand from Americans as we hit the summer travel season. Also, producers have contracted their staff, shut down wells after demand vaporized during the pandemic. They never thought we'd get back to this point already. But lo and behold, the economy has come roaring back. Expectations right now, according to analysts, are that we could hit $6 a gallon by Labor Day. So far, no signs, though, that it's impacted consumer behavior yet. Savannah, back to you. All right, Sandra. Thank you. There has been no let up in the recent string of mass shootings across the United States. 13 incidents this weekend alone. The Gun Violence Archive reports at least 12 people killed 40 hurt since Friday. The most shocking attack was in Philly, where police say multiple gunmen opened fire Saturday night into a crowded entertainment district. Three of those victims died. Just hours later in Chattanooga, Tennessee, gunfire outside of a nightclub left two people dead. There were no immediate arrests in either shooting. There may be some relief ahead this morning for parents who have been struggling to find baby formula during the nationwide shortage. NBC's Jesse Kirsch is at a plant in Michigan where production is ramping up once again after a February shutdown there. Jesse, good morning. Craig, good morning. Certainly a sign of hope for families across this country. When this plant shut down, it exacerbated the baby formula shortages we've been seeing across this country. But now Abbott Nutrition says it has met the initial requirements laid out by the FDA, allowing it to resume production here. It says it is beginning with specialty and metabolic formulas, including Elicare, which is hypoallergenic. The company expects Elicare to begin to be released around June 20th, and the Biden administration says there are two flights of formula from Melbourne, Australia expected to take off for the U.S. later this week as well. But this crisis is far from over. The latest numbers from Data Assembly show a national out-of-stock rate approaching 75 percent, with some states almost completely sold out. Craig? Some good news, though, that the uh, plan is reopening. Jesse Kirsch there. Jesse, thank you. This morning, a new announcement from the Pope fueling speculation about his future in the church. NBC's Ann Thompson joins us with details. And good morning. Good morning, Savannah. Pope Francis has a busy summer travel itinerary, including trips to Africa and Canada. But there is one trip in August that has some wondering if it signals more than just a visit. Pope Francis on Pentecost Sunday warning Catholics that focusing on the past risks making faith a museum piece. This morning, it is his present and future that has the rumor mill rolling. The Vatican announcing over the weekend the Pope will visit the Italian city of L'Aquila, home to Pope St. Celestine V, who resigned in 1294, and more recently where Pope Benedict made a symbolic gesture in 2009 before announcing his own resignation four years later. Associated Press Vatican correspondent Nicole Winfield says some are reading meaning into the trip. We now have Pope Francis also making a pilgrimage to L'Aquila. Maybe, perhaps, or maybe not, the Pope might have in the back of his mind that at some point 
he might also resign. Francis will make the trip the day after he holds a formal assembly called a consistory to create 21 new cardinals. 16 are under the age of 80 and eligible to choose his successor, including American Cardinal designate Robert McElroy of San Diego. Francis will have chosen the vast majority of cardinal electors. It could just be coincidence, um, but at the same time, you can't ignore uh, the facts when they present themselves, but with a grain of salt, knowing that this is a pope, he can do whatever he wants. Might that be another reason to step aside? There's nothing insidious about these appointments. It's just business. It's logical and it's normal. At 85, Francis endures physical challenges, also fueling speculation. He underwent colon surgery last summer and suffers from sciatica. He recently started using a wheelchair because of pain in his right knee. I don't think the being in the wheelchair has affected his papacy whatsoever. What can dismiss all this speculation, some experts believe, is the presence of Francis' predecessor, Pope Emeritus Benedict. I don't think Pope Francis is going to resign while Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI is still alive. It's confusing enough that people think that there are two popes. Now, despite all the speculation, Pope Francis has given no sign of stepping down. He plans to go to Kazakhstan in September, and he's working on implementing his reforms to the Vatican bureaucracy, including setting term limits for priests working in the Vatican and allowing women to head Vatican offices. He's got a full plate in front of him. Yeah. Thank, all right. thank you very thank much. You. All right. We've got the news covered at 8.09. How about a little morning boost? All right. So lost and found day at a Jersey high school was supposedly a chance to reunite students with things like sweatshirts they forgot or lunch boxes they lost, but it was actually a setup so one teacher could be reunited with her soldier son. What does this belong to? Army Staff Sergeant Jake Plesh had not seen his mom, the school teacher, in more than a year. When he found out that he'd be heading home from Iraq, he called his sister, who got the school, to organize this special surprise. Wow. Beautiful. Quite surprise. <laughs> well, coming up next, our special series, Beyond the Scale. This morning, try as you might. Why you can't lose weight. You want to hear what the experts are saying about a common struggle for so many Americans. Morgan Radford with the eye-opening details. And then after that on Popstart, the big news being shared by Mandy Moore mm. about her growing family. But first, these messages. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed we're back at 13 now with the kickoff of our new series beyond the scale we're digging into the latest discoveries and breakthroughs when it comes to diet and exercise yeah studies show folks gained an average of 15 pounds during the first year of the pandemic and 10 percent gained more than 50 pounds but before you try going on a diet we've got some important new information this morning Actually, Morgan's got the new information <laughs> the science. Tell us what we're going to learn yeah. today. I mean, this was really interesting, and it's pretty groundbreaking research because study after study consistently shows that most people who go on diets, they either fail or they gain the weight right back. Well, now a group of prominent obesity scientists says it's not actually your fault. In fact, it turns out we've been trying to lose weight all wrong. It's the weight loss mantra that doctors have been touting for decades. Eat less, move more, and those extra pounds will disappear. Advice that 42-year-old Jennifer Haynes says she tried to follow. Did anything ever click or work? Not really. Every time I would do it, I couldn't stick with it. How did the weight gain affect you physically? Physically, I was very tired. I was very depressed. A brand new report by a group of obesity doctors and scientists finds that telling people to eat less could actually be causing more harm than good. And that restricting calories not only causes people to be more hungry, but also slows down metabolism. The body fights back against calorie restriction. Harvard pediatrician and endocrinologist Dr. David Ludwig is the report's lead author. He and his colleagues are suggesting a whole new approach called the carbohydrate insulin model. The idea is simple. If overeating isn't fueling obesity, stop counting calories and just cut carbohydrates to control your insulin levels. Too much insulin, fat cells get programmed to hoard calories so that there aren't too many calories in the bloodstream, there are too few. And that's why we get hungry. Now, more research is finding that low-carb diets are not only effective, they're sustainable. Something Jennifer found out firsthand when she signed up for a low-carb study at Ohio State University in 2019. Led by researcher Jeff Volick, who has been studying low-carb diets for 25 years. He put Jennifer on a diet that contained 37 grams of carbs a day and had high protein and healthy fats like avocados and nuts. After just six weeks, Jennifer lost 20 pounds. So this is just six weeks later and all this white fat has been reduced from what we see. Yes, and this is the type of fat you really want to target. And kept going. Three years later, how much weight have you lost in total? All in total, about 88 pounds. You lost 88 pounds. Yeah. Whoa, that's a big deal. Yes, it's like a huge deal. deal. Yeah. Jennifer says the diet wasn't easy at first. She was forced to cut out her favorite foods like pasta and potatoes, but seeing results was all the motivation she needed. 
So once you get used to it and your kids get used to it, it's way easier because you can do it all as a family. And she's not alone. Volek studies have found that people on low-carb diets can lose more than 10% of their body weight and keep it off. What actually happens to the body when you're on a low-carb diet? When you limit carbohydrates, the body gets really good at burning its own body fat because it doesn't have a lot of sugar to burn for fuel. Something that Jennifer says has been a game changer. I feel great. It's easier for me to get up. It's easier for me to go to sleep. I feel a lot more comfortable with myself. So one of the most interesting things about this new approach is that it also eliminates some of the stigma surrounding obesity, which is typically treated as a behavioral problem. But mm -hmm. doctors often assume that people are overweight because they simply eat too much. But instead, it actually takes the blame away from the patient and looks at obesity as a biological problem, really focusing on regulating the hormone insulin. And that, they say, is what it's all about. Hmm. But besides just, you know, dropping the weight, I mean, is there some, are there other benefits here? Tons of other yeah. benefits. In fact, that researcher, Jeff Volek, that we just spoke to, he's been studying low-carb diets for, for 25 mm -hmm. years. And what's fascinating is that now they're doing new studies to figure out what else it's really affecting. They're looking at different types of cancers That's and even just your mental health. And the studies so far are really promising. But low-carb has been around for a long time. Yeah. I guess you never really knew that the science yeah, kind of back it up. Exactly. Yeah. Like that, the Atkins diet. Yeah. Yeah. Al and I did keto right. for a while. Yeah. I remember we were on that phase. But this right. is low-carb, not, not no low-carb. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's also interesting. You pointed out. She didn't exercise at all? She did not exercise at all. She said she did not lift a finger. She didn't do anything differently. Yeah. And, and keto, for example, is a more extreme right. form yeah, of right. this type of low carb. Yeah. But again, it's as Savannah said, it's, it's low carb, but you can have a few things here and there. But right. I will more say, sustainable okay. then. I will say yes. the exercise, and not extreme exercise, sure. but like we're doing that yeah, start today, walk, the 30 day walking, walking challenge. You know, it just it, that improves, I think, your mental health combined with totally. a low carb diet. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've lost about 45 pounds in the last several wow. months, and wow. just. But you again, did? yeah, but oh. only 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 doing about I do about 100 grams of carbs a day, mm -hmm. and then you walk, and, and I walk. So. Yeah. Watch it. It you don't extreme. just you don't just walk. I've seen your workout. You do weights. You do. I mean, like you do a you do like real exercise. Well, look, I'm, I mean, uh, I, I'm the oldest person here. I'm trying to last a little. Bit. <laughs> You're the most energetic guy. You are. You got more juice than anybody. You are out of all. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That was eye-opening. By the way, we're going to have more of our Beyond the Scale series coming up on the third hour. We're going to talk to doc, uh, Dr. John Torres about the future of fitness. We're going to take a look at personalized and prescribed exercise plans. Okay. All right. Let's get a check from Mr. Roker. What's left of it? Mr. Slim <laughs> Roker. Yeah. What you got? Anyway, let's uh, we'll see how long it lasts. Anyway, let's show you what we've got. Uh, we're wa watching some strong storms firing up in the central plains. We've got a risk of severe weather today. We're going to watch that, especially stretching from the plains on into parts of the Ohio River Valley. The heat is on from the Gulf into the Texas and the southwest, 90s and 100s, cooler along the northern tier of states. And then as we take a look at today, sunshine, mid-Atlantic. It is going to be a spectacular day, Chamber of Commerce Day, mid-Atlantic into the northeast. Really stormy, though, Great Lakes in into the Ohio and Mississippi River Valleys, sunny and hot out west, and record heat down through Texas. That's your latest weather. Best time of your Monday Yay! morning. Happy Monday, everybody. We have a lot for you today. All right, first up, the annual MTV Movie and TV Awards were held last night. Hollywood's biggest names walked the red carpet from big screen stars to the kings and queens of streaming. Everyone was there. And it was the younger generation who dominated the show. Top wins going to teen superhero Tom Holland and Spider-Man. 
Man in the movie categories, and his co-stars in Dea's HBO series Euphoria swept up for television. But perhaps one of the biggest surprises of the night went to Olivia Rodrigo, listen to this, whose tour movie Driving Home to You, it beat out documentaries of Janet Jackson and the Beatles. That's oh. how much they love her. Wow. No surprise here, one of our favorite people, Miss Jennifer Lopez, was honored with last night's Special Generation Award. She was really touched, and for a woman who's very familiar with delivering an acceptance speech, she went a bit unconventional with who she chose to thank for her success so far. Here's a look. I want to thank the people who gave me joy and the ones who broke my heart, the ones who were true and the ones who lied to me. I want to thank true love. I want to thank disappointment and failure for teaching me to be strong and my children for teaching me to love. I want to thank all the people who told me to my face or when I wasn't in the room that I couldn't do this. I really don't think I could have done it without you. Wow. She was in that moment, Powerful. wasn't she? Absolutely. She really was. And looked absolutely beautiful. And she's got a movie or a documentary coming out at Tribeca. Mm. It's called uh, Halftime, and it's mm. all about her life, the halftime show. And she talks a lot about those kind of things, mm. the people who held her down, and she just came up. I love that she's so open about it. Yeah. It helps other yeah. people. Yeah. All right. Next up, the Peabody Awards. Today marks the beginning of the annual awards, celebrating achievements in entertainment, documentary, public service, and more. And this morning, we can exclusively reveal this year's very first First honoree. Oh. The award goes to Hulu's limited series oh. Dope Sick. This is the Michael Keaton led show. Mm -hmm. It explores the ongoing opioid epidemic in America by taking a closer look at the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma. That's the company responsible for the drug OxyContin. Also, an executive producer on the project. They did good work with that one for sure. If you, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely Fantastic. Watch it. All 30 of the 82nd annual Peabody Award winners will be announced virtually this week on the organization's social media accounts. And that starts today at noon Eastern. All right, next up, nope. A new teaser is out for Jordan Peele's highly anticipated thriller. The comedian, of course, has become famous for making our skin crawl in previous horror hits Get Out and Us. Well, his latest movie stars big names like Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer, and it has everyone saying just one word. Nope. Ooh, you want to see more? Uh, yes. Come on. Nope. <laughs> right. Nope. Yep. See it. <laughs> oh, I set you up for that one on July yeah, 22nd. All right. Finally, Mandy Moore. This is Us may be over, but the beloved singer and actress is saying hello to a whole new chapter. Over the weekend, Moore revealed that she and her hubby, Taylor Goldsmith, are expecting baby boy number two. I love it when they announce it this way. The proud mama sharing this snap of son Gus on Instagram, rocking this a big brother t-shirt. Moore writing in the caption, one incredibly seminal chapter of my life just ended. And the next one, as a mother of two, is about to start. And we are ever so deeply grateful and excited. Mandy, who by the way is getting ready to take her new album on the road uh, this week, noted that going on tour will probably look a little different than they expected, but mom and dad certainly can't wait to meet their new little one. Baby number two is expected sometime this fall, so we're all sending Mandy and her family a big congratulations this morning. Love that. Well, we mentioned the Tribeca Festival. Festival Just ahead, we're going to chat with its founders, Robert De Niro, Jane Rosenthal, right here. What's new at this year's event and how you can join in wherever you live. Also, if you were a fan of Scrubs like oh, yeah. we were, you don't want to go anywhere. Our laugh-filled cast reunion that's going to put a smile on your face on this Monday morning. We'll have that more coming up in just a few moments. Oh, welcome back. Wow. Can we just say 
been wow. This is an awesome crowd. It's 8.30, it's a Monday morning, it is June 6th. I mean, y'all, this is like a concert crowd. It um, is. Terry Styles here, fellow center. Someone's here. And uh, look who's joined us. She always brightens up oh. the day a little bit more. Jenna Bush Hager. Hi, guys. Okay, yes, I'm here to reveal my newest read with Jenna Book Pick in a minute. Okay. But first, we have a special event to oh. talk about, hear oh. about. Oh, oh we do. We yes, do. So we you guys do. heard about the Queen's Jubilee, right? Yes. right? Well, our Queen had a Jubilee over the weekend. Our senior vice Aww. president of today, Libby Least and Cyan Ray, were married at a beautiful oh, ceremony in Utica, New York. We were all there. It was mm -hmm. absolutely magical. <laughs> there was so much love in oh, that room. And sweet Libby had Vale and Charlie as part of her wedding party and Poppy, Poppy and Mila. Because Gorgeous. Jenna and Emily Fisher set this couple up. Mm -hmm. They never mention it, but they are the reason for this wedding. They never talk I, about it. They never stop Jenna, talking about it. I remember when you first talked about how you set them up and you, you predicted one day this moment would happen. And it was it a did. beautiful how, wedding day. It was magical. It really was. I mean, it was it was something special. Perfect something we'll music, perfect yeah. weather. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Congrats, Libby. Congrats, Congrats Cyan. Enjoy your honeymoon. <laughs> All right. Meantime, we do have a busy half hour ahead, including a yearly visit that we love. Robert De Niro, Jane Rosenthal, they're the co-founders of the Tribeca Festival this year. No longer called the Tribeca Film Festival. Oh. We'll talk about that. This year it's kicking off with a J-Lo documentary and they're going to tell us everything we need to know. That's when you were just talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. It's really, yeah, it's going to be good. Also coming up in just a few minutes, guys, a real treat for Scrubs fans. Oh. More than a decade after the finale, the cast reunited over the weekend and Gotti Schwartz was there for that reunion. Fun stories they shared about creating the beloved show and the real-life friendships it created. You were a huge fan oh, of that. I right? love that show. Uh -huh. oh, great one. Well, speaking of things to watch ahead on the third hour, Ben Falcone will tell us about his new series starring alongside his wife, Melissa McCarthy. And by the way, Melissa is stopping by Studio 1A tomorrow. All right, can I just introduce you to some lovely yeah. people who are yeah. making their very first visit to New York City. We have little Juliana and Kimpton. Hi, Hi. Juliana. Hi. How do you like New York City so far? I love it. You do. Where are you from, Kimpton? Illinois. Illinois, mom and dad, and you just decided to come and bring them a, have a special trip? Special trip, yep. We saw Hamilton and the Yankees, and now today. Oh, well, we just love having you here. Will you come back and visit us? Yes, definitely. Okay, great. So thank you so thank much. You. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. We have a great crowd this oh morning. Now you got to check the weather. Fantastic. How about a check of the forecast? Well, you know what? It's not besides the weather. They know they're getting a free book from Jenna. So that's true. That's it. Who says you can't get some free in New York City? All right, let's look at the week ahead, and you're going to see a beautiful day today. Strong storms in the plains out west. We're looking at sunshine through the southwest Texas heat. As we get to the midweek period, wet weather along the eastern seaboard, but it's going to be mild. Strong storms in the mid plains, desert heat out west, and then by Friday we are looking at a fantastic day from New England down into Florida with a, there will be some showers next round of rain coming out of the Ohio and Mississippi River Valleys record warm through the southwest into the plains and that's your latest weather got a big crowd girls at 10 let's go the reverse round the horn here we go Might top that 
is, is Jenna Bush Hager with the newest read with yes. Jenna's action. No, thank you guys for staying here. Hoda and Savannah are too oh. busy, but I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> coming, we're coming. Wow. ready for our June selection. I'm so excited for it. Can we, we count down? It. Come on in. No, what, thank you. Wait, Can what we is count it, it down? It? Let's yes. do it. Ready? Three, Three two, one. It's these impossible things by Sama El-Wardari. It's her debut novel. Okay, it follows the friendship of three Muslim girls. They're navigating love and their faith as their college years come to an end. There's one dramatic night that separates the girls, but they find their way back to each other and lean on each other in so many beautiful ways. It's about female friendship, which is a theme I always lean I heavily yes, into, yes, yes. and about love and how it comes in a variety of forms. Okay. Y'all, this may be the perfect beach read. Yes. Read yes. it with us. Yes. These read impossible things. These I love impossible. it. Love it Jenna. Too. Everybody's yeah. Everyone's got a book. Beautiful. Everyone's got a book. Join the Jenna, read the Jenna yeah. book club. I can not have one. Membership is free. All right. <laughs> if you want to go and join the conversation, join the club, you can scan the code there or go to today.com slash read with Jenna. All right. All right. Coming up next, Tribeca Festival co-founders Robert De Niro and Jane Rosenthal. They're going to tell us everything that's new this year, including how you can experience the films at home. But first, this is Today on NBC. <laughs> Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hi everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. The 21st annual Tribeca Festival kicks off on Wednesday, and this year's lineup has something for everybody. That's right. Films, live talks with artists and celebrities, a music lounge. There's so much to talk about. And get this, you don't have to be here in New York. You can also enjoy this whole thing at home. Two-time Oscar winner Robert De Niro, you may have heard of him, and producer <laughs> Jane Rosenthal are the festival's founders. It's always good to see you. First of all, Mr. De Niro, yeah. we keep almost flubbing because we want to say Tribeca Film, Film Festival. Festival. It's been changed this year, Tribeca Festival. Why? Yeah. To encompass more things that we've always been doing, but um, that's basically what it is, but maybe she can give you yeah. more details. We've been doing films and AR and gaming and podcasts for years, so this way we can show, you know, it's, it's not just film. Film's always in our DNA. We have some amazing films at the festival this year, and uh, also we open with J-Lo's Halftime at the United Palace Can I just Theater. say, it's okay, so give us eyes to see this. We want to know. So it's a documentary, and it, I know her football halftime show, the Super Bowl halftime show's in it, but what is it all about? It's really about the perseverance and her artistry and getting the show that she wanted to perform at the halftime show, and there's also the political 
political struggles in this. It, it, it's so good. It's definitely not what I thought about uh, Jennifer. I think when, when a lot of people think about the Tribeca Film Festival, they think, oh boy, if I ever get to New York, yeah. maybe I'll try to go there. But this is actually something, no matter where you live in the country, there's a way in, right? Yes, again. <laughs> Are you going to answer anything? Can we just say getting up this early is a it's lot. It's not your favorite it's thing not, in the it's world. It's a lot. And actually, Bob, you don't, you know, I, Bob is always at the festival, but occasionally yeah. he likes to watch Tribeca at home, at home. Okay. Anyway, anyone can come come to our website and you'll see Tribeca at home and all the great movies. And Let me try this again. Talks. Tell me about the music lounge, Mr. De Niro. Let me get out my iPhone. And look at <laughs> Have you heard he's there with Heat? No. Uh, yes. Wait, what? We're doing a retrospective screening of Heat. Oh, are you re reunited with Al Pacino? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Michael Mann, Art Linson, the producer. Um, yeah, I don't know who else is going to come. It'll be. It's a spectacular print, and then there'll be Q and A's. Uh, What's that like when you're reunited with old friends like that? I, I think it's great. I mean, it, it, it's a nice. Uh, time to get together. It, I, I'm thinking it, we're sort of running out of movies of mine. <laughs> so we're going back either less years or way, way before many years, like you, Mean Streets and stuff. You've been part of this for so long. What, what do you get out of doing this Tribeca Film Festival? Well, we started it because of 9-11, yeah. and we had talked about doing festivals before that, but not seriously. And then when 9-11 happened, we thought this would be a way of revitalizing the neighborhood and so on. So that's how it really started. Um, and we never thought, uh, we always hear us say this, we never thought it would go on mm -hmm. for as long as it, it's going on. And that's great. That's part of the cultural fabric. I like to think of the city, even the country. And mm -hmm. so it's a great uh, thing. But Jane will tell you the details again. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, James. But it's about, true. You always it. attract yeah. big talent yeah, as well. Taylor Swift is involved Taylor, this year. Taylor Swift has a short film at the festival this year. Um, you'll also see um, Pharrell has, is doing a talk at the festival. Mm. Machine Gun Kelly's in a movie. Little Baby's in a movie. Uh, there's also uh, Derek Jeter has a docu. What's uh, his? I don't know what his is. Uh, Captain. Uh, it's terrific. So uh, Spike Lee will be interviewing him. There is a little of everything for, mm -hmm. for people at the festival. There's also a wonderful doc on uh, Jeremy Lin, on Lin's sanity and mm. what he went through. 80% um, of our films are made by uh, women and uh, BIPOC and LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's a great festival this year. There's also a number of uh, films that you can watch outside mm -hmm. for free. So it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's a celebration after the year we've been through, yeah, a couple of years it. we've been through. In this yeah. Love it. And everybody can get in on it. We'll put the details yeah. on it. Before we let you go, your colleague, your former co-star mm -hmm. Ray Liotta just mm -hmm. passed. Yeah, just your I, thoughts. Well, I, I didn't know Ray well. I mean, I always liked seeing him. He was a wonderful actor. And uh, I'm very sad. He was too young, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sad about that. Well, thank you both for coming thank today. We you. really appreciate it. We'll see you in Tribeca. Uh -huh. The festival, Tribeca Festival, begins <laughs> Wednesday. And if you want more on it, especially Tribeca at home and how you can get tickets, go to today.com. Cool. All right, coming up next, a heartwarming and fun Scrubs reunion, a decade in the making. Gotti's exclusive interview with the beloved cast. You don't want to miss it. But first, this is Today on NBC. Nailed it.
we're back. Uh, it is 8.45. Gotti Schwartz has joined the party. Um, Gotti's here because that binge-watching jackpot over the weekend, you were in Austin, Texas, some beloved cast back together, including the gang from Scrubs. Uh, tough assignment. Over 100 episodes just streamed all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How was it? It was fantastic. <laughs> it holds up. And I don't know about you guys, but everybody I know says that when it comes to the medical profession, Scrubs uh, is the hands-down most accurate. It's not Grey's Anatomy. Uh, it's not General Hospital. It is Scrubs. So uh, we got a chance to sit down with the cast at the ATX TV Festival this weekend and ask the cast about that. And let's just say it's been a decade since the cast of Scrubs walked the halls of Sacred Heart but some things never change. What's it like being back together for the festival? I hate these people. <laughs> Casts from all over television appeared at the ATX TV Festival in Austin, but probably none had as much fun as the cast of Scrubs reuniting. Walking down the streets of Austin uh, as a group for dinner and having people that were just going out to have a night do double takes and go, are you from Scrubs? Yeah, we changed streets uh, on the way home for dinner because there were so many drunk people that it was, be it was becoming hard to get home. And just like that, the crack medical team that saved lives and dreamed big was back at it again with raunchy jokes. One day I had just a leaf, literally a leaf, a maple leaf covering my junk, and that was it. And secret noises. There was a specific noise we could make. <laughs> that noise. And Sarah would always start laughing. A marvel to think this was the show that inspired a generation of new doctors and nurses. Of all of the medical shows, this is what universally doctors and nurses say was the most accurate. I think that's such a testament to Bill because he always said, we're going to be very silly sometimes, but I always want the medicine to be completely accurate. The series, which debuted in 2001 here on NBC, followed J.D., Turk, Elliot, Dr. Cox, and Carla for nine seasons. Oh, Turk, that's a stupid sitcom. <gasps> I mean, that's a sitcom. Full of slapstick dream sequences and tender moments of compassion dealing with death like no other show had done before. But with dialysis, you could live another 80 or 90 years. I think you're being a little irrational. Zach Braff and Donald Faison have gone on to become real-life best friends. Listen, man, I mean, I found my life partner while making this show, man. It's like... I, a, by the way, this should be on the yeah, Today Zach, Show. Zach, Zach. Your wife's going to watch this. Oh, my wife is watching? <laughs> <laughs> I found my life partner, Casey Cobb, <laughs> while making scrubs. I got to ask about the dream sequences. I mean, what was the most expensive dream sequence you ever came up with? I wanted Zach to be riding a scooter, and I wanted him to go in a puddle <laughs> and go underwater completely. The line producer came into the writer's room, and he goes, this joke's gonna cost $75,000. He's like, you sure you wanna do it? Where was I? You saw a manatee down there, right? Yes, his Julian. name was Julian. Julian. Yes. We didn't exchange pleasantries, and then Neil says, That's Julian. So much of the script written on site or improvised, including one of the best on-screen dance-offs of all time, Poise. The dance so popular, it's been immortalized by the video game Fortnite. My son looked at me and he said, Dad, this makes you an even bigger legend. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll accept that. But when it came to Dr. Cox and those epic rants, he was on book. Granted, to you, five days may seem like an eternity, seems as it's roughly five times as long as any of your white pasty relationships have lasted. I would hand John these giant page-long monologues, and I'd be like, you got to do this 
word for word in about 45 minutes. <laughs> I decided if I was going to memorize this, I was not going to give you a cut point. You're going to damn sure stay on me the whole time. You made me shave my mustache. That was before I knew what was under there. It just feels like it was yesterday for yeah. me and through TikTok. My kid has become hip to the show. It was the best job in the world because you knew you were going to belly laugh several times a day. We would all eat lunch together at the lunch tent and the writers would all come too and we'd hang out with them or we'd go down to the writers room and hang out. I don't think I'll ever experience what we had on this show again. You gotta go back and watch yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, biggest impression that I got from every single one of them is this immense gratitude towards mm -hmm. their fans and this real love that they had uh, towards each other. So the natural question, could we see an yeah. on-screen reunion? Well, the cast said they'd love to, but Bill Lawrence is too busy uh, these days with oh, projects like Ted Lasso. Oh, oh, wow. Bill shot back saying, let's do it. So stay oh. tuned. We oh. could see a Scrubs movie. Oh, something wow. to Peacock. Very cool. So good. Wow. So Ahead of its time, too, in I know. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that stuff, they probably couldn't do half those jokes. That is, today. Yeah. We got more reunions coming up. Third hour. Yeah. Yeah. Parenthood. Parenthood's coming up next. Yeah. Just ahead, we've got a special honor for our friend Savannah that you can really sink your teeth in. Uh -huh. But first, this is today of NBC. because you have some exciting news to share. Remember that diet segment we did earlier? Yeah. Yeah. That's not this segment. Okay, I just found this out. I get to have my own sandwich down at Universal Studios yeah. inside the Today Look Cafe. While back, they asked me, what is your, what would be your dream breakfast sandwich? Yeah. I sent it right back, and this is it. And What's they did it. It's called Savannah's Dream um, Croissant Sandwich. It's got sausage, egg, cheese, avocado, and Davina tomatoes. Ooh. They added that, because I don't know what that is. Okay. And then to jazz up the croissant, we everything bageled it. Wow. So it's an everything croissant. And there's a side of fruit, which is hilarious. Try it. Um, I'll take a big one. Okay, yeah, pass it around. Okay. I'll just take the big sandwich. Guys, yeah, okay. okay. Are you guys going to try it? Yes, yeah. of course. Doesn't yeah. it look good? Oh, yeah, here, I'll just yeah. take that. I'll try that. All right, so. Here you go, Craigor. Thank you, man. It's really big. This it looks delicious. Yeah, that's a big sandwich. So this is already at Al. Don't you have a sandwich at the cafe? Uh, I think they took it off for yours. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they rotate. They rotate. They rotate it. <laughs> so oh, that's a sandwich. sandwich. That's, right. that's not really delicious. good. Oh my god. Oh wow. Wait, girl. Where'd you come up with this? This is good. In my mind. Mm. <laughs> uh, the avocado, the good. avocado. Oh my god. Gives you a little guac. Wait, wait. I love everything sausage. bagel sauce mm. on top. Yeah. On top it's of amazing. Man. It's got a great texture oh, thank to you. it too. Mm. Oh, this it's delicious. Fantastic. Thank you today, Cafe in Orlando. This is good. You wow. made my oh, day. And the avocado is a nod to your western roots. Yes, That's right. exactly. Hey, and if you're visiting Orlando, yeah. Universal Studios, Florida, be sure to check out the Today Cafe. Inspired, inspired by our very very own Studio 1A, and of course give Savannah Sandwich a try. By the way, and uh, you can also, miles. if you can't get there, you can make it. it at home. We've got the recipe really? oh. at today.com. This is worth it. That's right. Really All good. Right. Do we have hey, birthdays or no, no birthdays? Nope. Okay, okay, no birthdays. But we have what's coming up on Hoda and Will Jenna, celebrating <laughs> Pet Appreciation <laughs> Week. Plus, Donna tries her hand at speed dating. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. Wow. good. Wow. First, though, in the third yeah. hour, so I look, oh, this is so ironic. <laughs> I look beyond the scale. Oh, my gosh. And what the future of fitness. Oh, uh, take another bite. Personalized exercise prescriptions. <laughs> See, this one's over there. See, it's delicious. Mm, it's so good. good. Mm. Really good. Like, is it the season? <laughs>